98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig. And good morning to you, Daniel. Moved here about three years ago, Tig. And when I first moved here, I bought a can of Barbasol shaving cream. I've been using this same can of shaving cream for like three years now. Why don't they charge me like $20 for this can? It's only like $1.50 or something. And I've been using it the entire time. Have you ever used up a whole can of shaving cream? Uh, I don't know. The only time I can say that we did was when I was in summer camp. When I was a kid, we had shaving cream wars, and you would run out of it then. But, however, in real life, I don't. they need to figure that out because Barbasol, it doesn't seem like a good profit model to have a consumer only buy your product every seven years. You know, Right. Uh, another thing you never use up completely, I feel like, is a tube of chapstick. Either you lose it or dry it in the dryer. And then I've just stumbled upon another item that you never, it never runs out, it doesn't seem like. And it's this right here. What am I holding in my hand? A highlighter? You ever use a highlighter so to much that uh, you're like, I got to get a new highlighter. This thing's out of ink. The only chance highlighter companies have of you rebuying their product is you kept the cap off by accident. That's it. That's that's their whole strategy. That What they should do, if I ran highlighter corporation i would make the caps to where they fell off too easily that's you, you know a what i'm saying pretty good idea because they're pretty tight now it takes a little effort to get a cap off a highlighter but if i were running that company i would make them so loose that you couldn't help but just dry those things out in about one day i mean why is anybody in the whole earth buying more than one highlighter i Yo, guess because you might need the different colors what do people use highlighters for to highlight things. Yeah, I know, but now we're all on the internet and it's w Word documents and, like, I could see back in the day. I will say that uh, I'll see on Facebook where people, their Bibles, they'll highlight things. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're carrying that around. I, I get that and you bring it to church and you're highlighting things. But what else do we highlight? Highlight, that's got to be a tough <laughs> tough business, man. <laughs> Probably back in the day they were they were doing pretty well. Yeah, and then the computer comes out. You're not going to highlight your screen. You know who else was doing really well back in the day? Liquid paper. Do you remember um, when you had to type on a typewriter? And then they had that, you know who else was doing well? It's got to be doing terribly now. There was like a little piece of plastic with white on it. And you would stick that down mm -hmm. into the typewriter and could erase the previous character or something. Boy, that company's got to be really struggling now. When I said the word liquid paper, did you smell liquid paper in your mind? I smell it now. Now, that was a distinctive smell. Do you Liquid like that paper. smell? Um, I kind of liked it. Mm -hmm. I never did. I never had to type on computers or anything, or type on typewriters. But for some reason, as a kid, I did enjoy the touching of liquid paper. <laughs> the touching of liquid paper. You're a strange cat, Is man. liquid paper the name of the product, or is uh, the product called Whiteout? Oh, you mean is it a brand name we're using? Yeah. Uh, liquid paper to me sounds like a brand name. Now it's called a Papermate Liquid Paper Fast Dry Correction Fluid. But who's using that? I mean, how many bottles could they sell of Whiteout these days? It's right here on Amazon, buddy. How much do you think a bottle of a liquid paper costs? Seven dollars. Six oh one. I'm pretty close. You're not bad. I'm a liquid paper aficionado. I, I subscribe to their mag magazines. Do they have a magazine? Yeah, every month. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Uh, coming up, Daniel, uh, 740, our bullfight returns with the chicks. You know, the Dixie Chicks, but now they're the Chicks. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up at 740 right here with Ty and Daniel. Yes, the Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning. Last, uh, yesterday I went and saw the new uh, Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise. Now, that guy, is uh, he's got some strange beliefs, but he makes a heck of a movie, doesn't he?
Yeah, I thought he was great in Top Gun number two, and you said he was pretty good in Mission Impossible. Uh, while I was there, I saw a preview for the new Oppenheimer movie, which is coming out, and um, I think Barbie will also be out later on this weekend. But Mission Impossible last night was, I think, two hours, 47 minutes. Oppenheimer's three hours. Mm-hmm. Are movies just getting incredibly long? This seems like this new to me. I miss a good old-fashioned hour-and-a-half movie. Yeah, wasn't E.T. like 80 minutes? I mean, what is the deal with all the long movies these days? I don't know. It's like, I, you know, I appreciate the extra effort, but come on. You know, I wonder if they're kind of competing, because you remember when you were a kid and you would watch sitcoms like Who's the Boss and... Married with children or whatever, and they you could tell there was like low production value to these shows. Mm-hmm. Now you watch television, and I'm talking like a show you see on CBS, and it looks like a movie, like an hour long movie. So I wonder if the movies are having to step up their game. To I don't know what it is. I don't know either. But you're right. I just look up ET the Extraterrestrial, a very famous movie, hour and forty five minutes. Now that's so a reasonable movie. Like way less than these movies now. I remember when Braveheart first came out, and I saw that it was three hours long, and I was like, this is crazy. This is insane. <laughs> <That's wild. laughs> and now every movie comes out seems to be two and a half, three hours long. Oppenheimer, the, you know, three hours long. Is this something that you're looking forward to, or do you not go to a movie sometimes because it's so long? I wish that, uh, i tell you what I will do is if I'm, like, at 8 o'clock at night, I think we all do this, and I go, well, I have a couple hours before I need to fall asleep. But if I see a three-and-a-half-hour movie, I can't watch it because i got to go to bed. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll knock that off the list. Uh, the other thing, you shouldn't complain too much because we're about to be out of movies because of the strike. You know, the actors are on strike, and so all these movies are already made, so we're good to go to watch them. However, in a year, year-and-a-half, there's not going to be a whole lot happening because the writers aren't working right now and the actors aren't working. Well, I think that they probably have a bunch of them in the vault ready to go, don't you? You think so? No, yeah, I don't. of course. I don't think so. There's going to be a huge gap eventually because people aren't working right now. So uh, enjoy the movies while you can. I don't know what you're going to do with your free time after that because Daniel goes home, he takes a five-hour nap, and then goes to a movie and goes well, back to Well, as hot as it's been, what else is there to do on an afternoon when it's going to be 103 tomorrow? Yeah, I'll probably go and you know see a movie or something. I'll tell you the thing that bothers me. <laughs> I don't know if this just makes me crazy. I'll sit in that dark theater for hours watching a movie, right? And so my head is dark outside. Are you always surprised when you walk out and it's still, like, really bright? Or no? Am I surprised? No, because I have a watch. <laughs> I, don't know. I just feel like it's midnight every time I'm in a theater. Good morning. Uh, the chicks are on the way with our bullfight this morning. They're in town this weekend. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. And you know what's also in town? That's Jackie Cooper Nissan, Daniel. That's right. You know, uh, they have so much inventory. The other day I drove down there, and they had so much inventory, I couldn't find a place to park. You know what happens when you have that much inventory? You've got to make some deals, get those babies off the lot, right? Those salespeople down there are going to be working their butts off trying to get rid of some of that inventory. And uh, they offer the best deals in town. In fact, if you have a car you want to trade in or just straight up sell, they'll give you $1,500 over Kelly Blue Book value. How about that? So uh, you don't have to worry about Facebook Marketplace or meeting people in parking lots to sell your car. You can just go to Jackie Cooper Nissan. They're going to give you that much money, more than Kelly Blue Book. And if you want to use it towards a new car, 0% interest on select models at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Load it up with your next vehicle. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. With- you i went to the uh, movies yesterday yesterday to see mission impossible that new and uh, very long movie our uh, new boss came along his name is bruce mm-hmm. the guy walks into the theater there and uh he's got one of those refillable popcorn buckets 
brought it from home. Well, sure, yeah. That's yeah. the thing is you buy this thing early in the year, and uh, it's so like... What's the deal after that? You pay a bunch of money up front, and then boom, after that, what happens? They will fill it up for $5. Okay. And you have a literal bucket of popcorn, and I'm like, hey, man, I, like... I'm in the public eye here. Let's not be walking around with our buckets of food. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, what a, what a crazy thing in this country where you order literally buckets of food where you just sit up, like, fill up the bucket. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, here's what I'm – it's a new boss for us, mm -hmm. this guy, Bruce. And uh, he came from Florida to work here in Tulsa. And he hasn't officially moved all his stuff. He filled up – I rode in this convertible. It's two seats. He's got a convertible. He drove from Florida to Tulsa, and he brought the essentials because he doesn't have a moving truck or anything like that yet. So I'm thinking, okay, the guy probably brought some suits. He brought the most important things he needed – and he's going through, like, what do I have to bring to make sure I have in Tulsa? I got to have a toothbrush, deodorant, a few suits, pants, shoes. And in this tiny convertible, which I could barely get in, he made room for a popcorn bucket. <laughs> I mean, do you, I, the popcorn is, is pretty good at the theater, right? Do you want a bucket of That's it? That's what though? they say. It's better than what you can do at home and all that. And then they slather it in all that butter, right? Well, he didn't, thank God he didn't put any butter on it. But then he's like, you want some of this popcorn? I was like, what is this, Lady and the Tramp? No, I don't want, you know. He's trying to share. Got to nudge a piece of kernel over there for me? I don't want <laughs> to. I can't share popcorn with people, can you? You can't <laughs> share popcorn with somebody platonically. Sharing popcorn is a romantic yeah, thing Yeah, that's to like me. Uh, you're also probably holding hands and stuff. Right, you can't. No. Like, I, not, like you would probably share popcorn with your wife, right? Oh, yeah. That's a romantic thing. Me and you go to the movies, we're getting our separate popcorns, buddy. Separate buckets of popcorn. That's an intimate thing, is it not? Have you bought a bucket before? No. <laughs> I try to, you know, have some restraint when it comes to food and stuff. But it's kind of, it's it's scary the amount of uh, places that have buckets of food. I remember once me and my dad went, we're down at the beach, went to Joe's Crab Shack, and they literally bought us out our food in a bucket, like we're a seal or mm -hmm. something. And my dad's like, there's not enough food. I was like, oh, dad, there's not enough, you in know, a bucket. bucket <laughs> of food isn't big enough. KFC, what do they put their chicken in if it's a bunch of it? Bucket. Right. Don't you think that's an odd thing to have to say is, I had a bucket of food. Plus, you're single. If you, uh, I got to say, if you went on a date and you brought a girl to the movies and you brought your own bucket with you, I think it's game over. I don't think it's going to work. Can't be eating buckets of food, but. <laughs> it's not put it all in my bucket. I brought my bucket from Florida. <laughs> it's Miranda Lambert on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger and Daniel. Tickets to see the... Chicks, as they call them now. Uh, they're here this weekend. That's at 740 with the bullfight. Good morning, Daniel. Doug, what's the hardest decision you've ever had to make? Uh, it's not that fun. I, do I need to tell you this? You but, could make up something a little lighter than that one. <laughs> the hardest decision? Uh, probably moving cities when I was uh, close to my family. To mm -hmm. move away from them was tough. I witnessed your little son on Friday make what to him must have been the hardest decision he's ever made up until this point. We went to at Andy B's down there and we played uh, arcade games. And at the end, we'd won like 1,500 tickets. And uh, we go into that room, you know, where you pick out. Yeah, you see the incredible pizza and all that. Yeah. This guy, 30 minutes it took him to figure <laughs> out what to get, man. I mean, he was agonizing over this decision. I'd never seen anything like it. I know, and uh, you go in there, I don't know, 1,500 tickets in those places. What is that, like a bracelet now? 
Or can you get some good stuff? No, that's the problem. 1,500 tickets is enough to get almost something pretty good or just a whole bunch of crap. But not quite. Yeah. And buddy, I mean, I'm telling you, 30 minutes, it seemed like it took. I'm dying in there. I'm like, just grab this or that. And he's really contemplating and thinking over every possible scenario and outcome. I guess that would be a hard decision for a kid to make because they've got these 1,500 tickets and they've got to figure out. But I think it's a good lesson about, like, what life is going to be like later. You're going to earn money and you're going to have to decide what you're going to spend money on or not or do with or do without, right? Yeah. Well, that's a good little uh, lesson, I thought. What's the lesson? They can't have everything you want, so you better pick what you need or want. Right? If you think about how much money he spent, I know what he got. He got two swords, like plastic swords. Well, he got, yeah, this, yeah. Probably like eight cents worth of material. This great lesson you're talking of. What he got was two plastic swords, three mermaid eggs. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's something you put in water and then some glob hatches out of it and blows up or whatever. Uh-huh. Then he got jelly bellies. I mean, no, no of those jelly beans, some of them taste good or bean boozled. The ones that, you know, you, you taste of it, it's either vanilla or spoiled milk or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's begging me to eat those. I was like, ah, no thanks, buddy. I ain't Dude, doing, doing all doing that. that but uh, he would, then he was like, man, I wish they had silly string in here. So he was not only thinking about things that were up for grabs, but things that potentially could be in there in the future. Yeah, I remember that room, and uh, I guess that would be tough for a little kid to kind of decide. But We got AI now. Why don't you put that in there so it help the kid, like, <laughs> finish and pick out and something so we can get out of there. Figure it out, yeah. I mean, you probably put, I don't know how much money into that machine to get eight cents worth of stuff. Well, for to me now, it seems like they're a little more generous than the tickets. We grew up with skee-ball. Or you could be a master skee-ball player or whatever and only win four tickets. Now they have games where you win, you know, 100 a pool or something oh, yeah. like that. Do you ever go to those games where it, um, you win? The game is to win tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know you can win fifty tickets or ten thousand tickets. You're never going to get the ten thousand, right? Well, sometimes you get the jackpot. Uh, so you're like, great, I get fourteen dollars worth of stuff. As an adult, have you ever tried to cheat at those games? Uh, there used to be this thing where these quarters would be on a ledge. And you put a quarter in, and it would push more quarters off the ledge, but it usually didn't work right. So I'd try to bump it and things. Well, you can't do that. There's an alarm. Never. But there's one of those games where you throw a, a ping pong ball and try to get it in the fishbowl. And it, it was really hard for me not to just cheat with that. You just scam the people. You can't do that. You can cheat at a child's game? I thought about it. You're like those people at Little League that <laughs> try to rig the game and stuff. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Still to go. Chicks tickets coming up at 740. Good morning, Tulsa. Cooler day, really. It's 93, our high today. If you're... Have you ever named your car? Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel up to 93 today. Because, uh, Daniel, you've always named your car. When I first met you, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, you had a car. You called it the Gray Thruster. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're the first guy I met that really named their car and also really was into it i think that you're wrong i think everybody out there names their car i I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't name their car no most people don't name their car everybody secretly or overtly names their car there's nobody out there with a car they don't have a name for well i never had and then you decided uh ty you need a name for your nissan maxima and i said i'm not creative like that you'd have to help me with this and daniel came up he said okay your car's name is the uh, Maxima Pad, which I thought was a little cringy, and so I didn't really... It's the excellent name for I a car. I don't call my car the that. The Maxima Pad. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. 
You might not say it out loud, but in your heart, every time you're like, I got to go get an old Maxima pad. No, I don't. I never look at my wife and it's like, I got to crank up the old Maxima pad. That's crazy. Yes, you do. Um, But we wanted to hear from you. What did you name your car? If you've named your car, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. What did you name your car? And I guarantee you everybody's first car they definitely named. You might not name cars eight or nine, but that first one's got a name. Did you not have a name for your first car? I had no, didn't ever consider it. Although I was sad when I had to trade it in. I had a bond with that car, and I even asked the guy, I said, you know, basically, is it going to go to a good home? He's like, oh, yeah. How did you grow up watching Knight Rider and not name a car? Like Kit, yeah. Uh, I just it never can it never dawned on me. But I'd like to know what you named your car nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. If it dawned on you, it's ninety eight five the bull. We want to know what you named your car. Uh, Daniel's the first guy I really knew that named his car. Good morning. It's ninety eight five the bull. When I first met you, uh, oh, these were the good old days. You, you had a car go- called Gray Thruster. You called it. I don't know what Thruster has to do with the car, but you called it Gray oh, you, Thruster. Oh, you know. No, I don't. <laughs> so we wanted to know from you, what did you, uh, what did you name your car? Because Daniel tried to make, get me to call my car the, because I drive a Maxima, the Maxima pad. I did not choose to accept that. Hey, Cody, what's up, man? Not much. How are you? What'd you name your car? Oh, I have a green spark that I named Booger. <laughs> I have a Yoda that's for Toyota, and then I have a white. Kia Soul that I named White Lightning. Oh, look at that. Why do you have so many cars? Like a He's got a whole garage of cars. <laughs> I drive papers to each other out. Oh, I see. Well, look at him. So he's uh he's named all his cars. Thanks for the call there, Cody. Um, so we want to know what you named your car. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. This is Robert. Robert, what'd you name your car? Yes. Old Heavy. Old Heavy? Yeah, O-L-E-H-E-A-V-Y. Not a bad name. Why do you call it Old Heavy? It's a 2002 Chevy Suburban, and it's, it's got a 9-inch lift on it with 35s. And it has a winch in the front. Uh, it, it has all kinds of stuff on it, but it's just it's real heavy. <laughs> okay. Old Heavy, that's not I bad. I understood some of that, what he said about the, what did he say, the, the lift and all it that? It had 35s on it. So yes. We got an old yes, heavy. It's got, it's got a, it has a winch in the front of it and a bull bar. Uh wish I could send you guys a picture of it. What do you go what do you got all this stuff on it for? For with on old heavy. Just for looks. Oh, just, just for, for looks? looks? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't ever use yeah. the winch. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel. What's your name? My name is Sean. Sean, what'd you name your car? Uh, well, the 44 I have now, I named the Bruce. The what? The Bruce. B-R-U-C-E. The Bruce. Oh, I see. Why do you call it the Bruce? Well, my family comes from Scotland, so I have a big bulky vehicle, so I named it after Robert the Bruce, the king of Scotland. <laughs> okay. Tyke, like, you know who Robert the no, Bruce no, is. Tyke, like, oh, is. I see. Like, you knew I, no, that before. I mean, I know that name historically, yeah. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. You big? You, you know all about Scottish history now, Tig. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to pretend Scotland, like you knew who the Bruce Mary is. Mary Queen of Scots. Um, and Tig's like, oh yeah, of course. I would have never guessed somebody named their car Bruce. The, the Bruce. Bruce. The Bruce. Um, you know what? No, I don't think any ladies are naming their cars. Well, women, women name their cars more than men do, probably. 
It's all the dudes calling right now, though, so we'll see. Uh, if you'd like to tell us what you named your car, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Are you in the Bruce right now? I am. I'm heading home from work. Could you give me about 10 seconds of horn blow? Oh, that was only one don't, second. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in heavy traffic, so Thank it doesn't you. look I good. Know. Really lay down, really lay down the horn the if you're Bruce in heavy is traffic. Gonna get crushed. Yeah, the Bruce is gonna be in trouble. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Speaking of uh, cars, we wanted to know: Did you ever name your car? I first met Daniel, and uh, he got a car, and it was called the Gray Thruster, and then that, that finally went away, and then you uh, got another car that was better than the Gray Thruster because the Gray cu- Thruster cost you $500, and you went and bought like a, I don't know, $4,000 car, so you felt? Blessed. And you called it Blessed. Yes. So your car's name was Blessed. What happened to Blessed going to crash? Yeah. Not so blessed after that, though. No, well, you know, thank goodness, blessed. Actually, uh, I crashed it on the interstate uh, in an ice storm thing or whatever, and um, it was destroyed. But you walked out without a scratch, so I guess you were blessed. Yeah. So there you go. Pretty good stuff. We want to know what you named your car. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Jules. What'd you name your uh, name your car, Jules? I named my car Luna. Luna, because of the moon somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's like a dark blue color, so I. So when you get in the car in the morning and you look to your husband or boyfriend, you say, well, I got to get in Luna, or you just call it your car still? Yeah. <laughs> Did you think yeah. it was offensive when Tig said that women don't name their cars? No, it wasn't offensive because I feel like you were right that women probably would be the ones to name their cars more, but it seems like maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, guys and girls are naming their cars, right? Everybody names them. I'm really surprised that you uh, didn't name yours. Well, you named my car, and I didn't like the car. The name that you gave it, you called it the Maxima because it's the Maxima, the Maxima pad. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's cringy. I ain't doing that no matter what. Daniel even had a license plate made for me, and I'm not putting that on the car. Well, you will. <laughs> Watch me. Who's this? Uh, this is Ree. Ree? Uh, what'd you name your car? Uh, my last vehicle was Mildred. My current uh, red Chevy truck is Scarlet. I have, my daughter has Roxanne and Jackie O. Why are all the cars lady names? Because um, ladies are badass. Oh, I see. Mm. So, yeah, uh, well, you think badass, you think the name Mildred. <laughs> well, Mildred was the hardest working woman I have ever known in my life. And this truck was just. You know, she she was a very hard worker. <laughs> well, good for Mildred, good for Jackie O, and uh, uh, it's true, Dana. I was wrong. Lots of ladies are naming their cars out there. Yep, definitely. Well, thank you for the call, and have a great morning, Dana. We're ten minutes away from your chance to win our ninety-eight five the bullfight, brought to you by Optimum Complete Internet and Mobile. What are we playing for today? Tickets Dana? to see the chicks in moments on ninety-eight five the bull. That's from Jelly Roll. It's called Need a Favor. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger Daniel. Just moments away from our bullfight uh, for tickets to see the chicks this weekend. But Daniel, you owe uh, Mother Road Market an apology. Uh, you know, Mother Road Market, you go in there. There's a bunch of different restaurants, like a big food court. Pretty cool stuff. It's a great place if you have people visit Tulsa and you want to show them something cool. Uh, been named number one food hall on USA Today's 
Best Reader's Choice Awards. Well, what do I owe in, them the, in the in the in America? Not not like sure. in Tulsa. I'm talking about in America because uh, you stole from them. Well, what happened was I went to a place. I won't say the place because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But the guy was rude to me Inside at the counter. Mother Road Market. Yeah, and I'd ordered this stuff to go, and the guy was rude to me. And uh, I was like just standing, not at the counter, but just like off some and he's like you got that beeper you can go anywhere you want you don't just have to stand here <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm sorry i thought it was a free country but i got so furious yeah. that way they, they put the food out i just grabbed the whole tray and just left right out of there with all of it the whole works well you ordered it to go but they didn't give it to you to it go. was they mostly gave it, the rudeness that got me but they gave it to you to stay and eat and uh, mm -hmm. you just took the tray home with yeah. you Where, where's that tray now is it in my cupboard in the dishwasher <laughs> well, you, i really well, like you, that tray by the stolen way stolen from the number one Food court in America now. They're going to come after you. I wonder if I should sneak it back in. That might be even worse. I don't know. They all, criminals always return to the scene of the crime. They might be waiting on you. Well, that's what they say. Ready for this? Uh, free tickets to see the chicks this weekend. What are we going to play today for our bullfight day? We are going to play trivia potpourri. It's just general knowledge trivia, Tug. All right, looking for caller 9, looking for caller 10 right now. You'll play against each other. For moments, you'll be vicious enemies. But I hope at the end we're all good sports about it. Caller number 9, caller number 10, 918-879-9898. Right now to win tickets to see the Chicks. It'll be okay. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. The Chicks at... Be okay this weekend, and uh, we're gonna start the bull fight now, Daniel. We're gonna play trivia potpourri, and who do we have today, Daniel? Uh, today we have Cindy, who is a teacher, an assistant teacher. Is that correct, Cindy? Yes, that's correct. And uh, you guys get the summers off. What do you do with your free time? Well, um, I have a brand new grandson, so I'm gonna go over and watch him today. He's 13 weeks old. Oh, oh. that's gonna be a fun day. Well, welcome uh, yeah. to the world, your little grandson. And also, Lori, who is one of those people that prevents uh, theft and loss. Lori, so you will get to work and kind of just monitor over people, almost like Batman a little bit? A little bit, yes. Do you ever perch on top of the shelves like Batman? No, I just hide behind them. Mm, all right, so uh, don't steal. Lori, I'll get you. She just hides and watches. <laughs> uh, guys, we're going to play general knowledge trivia. And the best out of 10 questions wins. We will start with Cindy. What is the occupation of Mario and Luigi? Um, Go-kart riders or Go race car riders. Uh, good guess, know. but they're actually plumbers. Oh. Laurie. Yes. What real-life Native American had a Disney animated movie about her? Pocahontas. Pocahontas is correct. Laurie off to an early lead. Cindy, what animal is sometimes called the ship of the desert? Ship of the desert. And Tig has one of these toes. A turtle? Nope, that would be the camel. Oh. Laurie. What is either a state of enlightenment or a popular band from the 1990s? State of enlightenment? Or a popular band from the 1990s? Uh, Starship? You know, it's funny. I see this shirt again. 
Uh, well, first of all, give an X before you. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, give me the X. Yeah. No, it's not not it's Starship. Like this but... band's coming back around because I see like teens wearing this band shirt all the time. It's Nirvana, right? Nirvana. Oh. All right, Cindy. Okay. What are Good Hope, Cod, Horn, and Fear? Good Hope, Cod, Horn, and Fear. I don't know. Tag so help her out with that one. Okay. Geography, they'd be capes. Capes. Cape Cod, Cape Horn, Cape Fear. Lori. All right. What food product is made in a churn? Butter. Butter is correct. Cindy. Who wrote A Tale of Two Cities? Why do I know the questions when I'm not on here? I don't know. <laughs> that would be Charles Dickens. Oh. Charles Dickens. Lori, what constellation represents twins? Gemini. Gemini is correct. Cindy, who rid Ireland of snakes according to legend? Um. That would be St. Patrick. Yeah. And final question for Laurie. Which actress starred in the movies Avatar and the movie Aliens? Oh, I don't know her name. I don't know. You can just buzz me because I don't know. That would be Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, final oh, okay. tally, we've got Cindy at zero and Lori at three. So with that, Lori, you've won the 98.5 The Bull Fight. You've got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets for the Chicks? The BOK Center this weekend, or will you give these to Cindy? This is my favorite band. I'm going to the concert. Sorry, Cindy. All right, Lori, brutally deciding okay. to hold on to the tickets today. And uh, <laughs> Cindy's got that new grandbaby. Uh, I'd, I'd consider I that a pretty good night to hang out with the grandbaby, too. So uh, good luck with the grandbaby. And Lori, have a fun time at the show. If you're jealous of Lori, no need to be. We're back tomorrow with another chance to see the chicks. At 7.40 with our bullfight. All brought to you by Optimum Complete Internet and Mobile on 98.5. Daniel, you've got to get reading glasses, man. You're driving me crazy. Why? You're driving me insane because we sit right across from each other, right? So we can look right in the eye of each other, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there doing the bullfight with Laurie and Cindy. And, you know, I'm saying things about our sponsor, Optimum Complete Internet and Mobile. And you're over there looking at your computer and you're scowling like I've said something wrong. <laughs> no, I squint. Like, he always squints. And so I'll be doing something on the radio and then he has this squinty scowl. And I'm like, did I cuss by accident? What's going on? You need glasses. This, this genius went to the doctor. He needs glasses. Daniel won't wear glasses. I don't know what it is. We go to restaurants and I'm like his grandson. I have to read the menu to him. That's a lot. You have never and in your life read no not, menu not to me. the one on paper, but the one up above their oh, head. Yeah, if it's far away, I can't mm -hmm. see it. Here's what I think happened. I went to this eye doctor and somebody's actually recommended a new eye doctor for me. I need to go see him. But I think the lady, the eye doctor, got annoyed with me because I never could when they do that, that, okay, which is better? One? 
two, where they show you the different lenses. I think the lady got annoyed with me and finally was just just gave me whatever she wanted to get me out of there. It, it is a little complicated because you put your what is that thing you put your head in? And I it, don't that, know what that is. It's got all those lenses all over it, and uh, they go one or two, one or two, and then you go two, and then they go. Now, A or B? It's a whole situation. I don't know what's right. going on. So it took a long time. I think the lady just got fed up with me and was just got me out of there. So what Daniel claims and, is uh, that the lady got upset with him. Uh, yeah. She was impatient, so she just gave him whatever prescription, and then you got the glasses you paid for him. You come to work, and you're wearing them, and you say they don't work. I don't think they work right. Also, I needed help with the frames. Apparently, they didn't really want to help with that either. And uh, I get frames, and I look like Elton John when I come out of there. So <laughs> I just got to go kind of start over. <laughs> You've got to get like, reading glasses. I don't You're like that crazy. eye doctor there. They're like, okay, uh, we're going to blow a, a puff of air into your eye. Don't blink. <laughs> don't blink. Just accept the air <laughs> blown directly into your eyeball from inches away don't blink okay <laughs> don't blink <laughs> and they're like don't move your chin and yeah. as soon as you get air in your eye you gotta move your chin you know it was terrible do you you well you got that you got lucky and got that lasik a long time ago i did you got mm -hmm. now and ty claims he has eagle vision i could see a worm from 100 yards away just like an eagle could it probably helps but you in the bathroom the daniel <laughs> You're such an idiot. Get some reading glasses. They're like eight bucks. I don't want reading glasses. You have to. You're I that need age, buddy. The, I need the prescription kind. You got a choice to make in life, and I'm gonna tell you what your choice is. You either get reading glasses, or you're gonna have to change your phone's text message to that big text. Now you get you do either one. I've been fighting that too. I don't. Yeah, but you can't see. I can't see. I just have to squint like a sharpay. Your choice is go to Walgreens and get glasses, or. Blow up your text. I'm going to the, um, I'm going, I'm going to go, re-go to the, a new eye doctor. One or two. And they better have somebody in there to help me pick out frames, because if the C frames look bad, I won't do it. Or D. Yeah. I'm not trying to look like uh, Paul Schaefer from <laughs> Dave Ledman, because I got some wack, wacky glasses on, right? The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger Dan. You know, with uh, AI, these scammers are going to get way, way better, it turns out. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You know, I would get a message from a, a girl on Facebook that I hadn't talked to since college, but it came from her account. She's like, can you send me money? I'm stuck in Europe. And I kind of figured that was fake. But they say with AI, they can mimic voices so well that you might get a call from your own kid one day needing money. And what the experts say to do is come up with a kind of a keyword between you and them so if they do call you you can say all right what's the secret word and you say golden driller or whatever the word was but also with songs you've got a song here that they've taken johnny cash's voice and put it to something else it's they're getting really really good already and it's so scary because this is in its infancy and already uh, you'd have no idea that this wasn't the actual johnny cash but it's uh since barbie's coming out somebody took johnny cash and had his AI version sing the Barbie Girl song. Do you remember uh, Aqua's Barbie Girl? I do. Yeah, very annoying song. Uh, listen to this. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me every Come on, Barbie, let's go party, cause I'm in a Barbie world. Well, if 
say, free me from this AI If my voice was only mine I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line Far from Barbie world That's where I want to stay Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party And take my blues away That's Johnny Cash singing the Barbie song But it's a computer, really mm -hmm. That's wild this is, uh, I think, good news for us. Like, as we get older, you know, we will maybe one day be in a situation where we have to be put into a home or something like that. But if this AI keeps getting so good, well, they might just plug us up. But in a computer, we're just reliving our best lives back in the old 90s. Isn't that like what the Matrix was kind of like? Kind of, Something yeah. like that where you live yeah. in a computer simulated world. Yeah. But I'd be cool with that. Just hook me right on up to that old computer. <laughs> That'd be fine. That is so weird, man. I, I still contend if they can do that that one day the songs that we'll be downloading off our iPhones or hearing on the radio, it's possible it would be a totally AI-generated song without an actual singer, but you wouldn't notice. Yeah, that's the big debate is will a computer or AI be able to compose a song with uh, that human emotion and feeling and things like that? I don't, right now I don't feel like they will. Like I, I remember I, my dad told me one time when I was a little boy, and we got CDs, and I could not believe a CD. The main thing I couldn't believe about a CD was when you had a tape, you had to fast-forward and then rewind to get to the start of the song. You know, you had to kind of find it on the tape. And I couldn't believe you could just press next to the next song and next to the next song. And he said, son, one day you're going to be able to carry something around with 100 songs in your pocket. And I said, this guy's the dumbest dude. <laughs> and now look at us. I mean, so we don't really know what that AI is going to mean. I like to compare it to video games. You remember your very first Atari or something like that? You were, you know, pretty, seemed to, well, it seemed at the time like the future is here. But if you look at your very first video games and then fast forward to today yeah. and think about that kind of the leaps in technology, what this AI is going to be, it's going to be pretty crazy, man. We're not going to know what to see, what to believe. Can you imagine politics when AI comes around? Man, I, it's like, will, will he even know who's going to win the election before the election happens somehow? You know? I think people just be totally confused on who to vote for because you can say, no, nah, that wasn't me, man. That was AI. Yeah, because I've heard AI mimic Donald Trump saying terrible things and uh, other politicians saying, but it sounds just like them. And then what do you believe when somebody posts that on Facebook? And stuff? So they're able to do this with voices now. What's going to happen when they can do it with video? Well, dude, part of this, you know, the actors are all on strike right now. And part of that is AI because let's just take a famous actor. Name a really famous actor. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. They can take Tom Cruise and they can, you know, look at all his movies and they can map his face and stuff and put him in another movie later without him even knowing he was acting in it. Well, uh, you'd have to consent to that, though. I think that's what this is all about. Like, did I get paid for that? I know I wasn't there for the shoots, but I should get paid for that as me. You know, I that saw kind of this stuff. thing on Reddit where some extras were in a movie, and they tried to get them to sign over their rights yeah. to their likeness. $200 is what they're going to pay them. <laughs> for, the, for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. That's pretty brutal. But, Daniel, you said if AI ever gets to be too much, you have a foolproof strategy to stop the computers. Like they say, sometimes computers can become self-aware and try to, like, fight us if they do that. It's say like one of those robots. You ever seen those robot dogs they have? Mm -hmm. They look just like, they yeah. move just like dogs. They act just like dogs. If that thing comes toward me, tries to attack me, I will simply unplug it. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Daniel, did you see that there's some uh, tips for your animals to beat the heat as well? It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel. Did you see is brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. That's a great place to go, man. 
Just went over there with my son. I think he'd really have a good time. Daniel doesn't like it when I get on the radio and say, like, it's raining, turn your wipers on, or it's hot, you know, stay inside. But what about for the animals? Is that okay with you? Does that pass your I mean, test? it's a little bit better than tips to beat the heat. I think we all know how to beat the heat. But, you know, your dog, how do you tell if your dog's super hot or getting worn out? This is from News on 6. Now, vets say to look out for these symptoms, which are panting, restlessness, vomiting, stumbling, and difficulty breathing. Wait, they can do that? Oh, my God, I'd feel so terrible because you take your dog. Daniel walks about five miles a day or something. And your dog will eventually look at you and go, I've had enough, right? Especially in this heat. Yeah, I could. Uh, I can tell if it's very, very hot. I don't take him out very long because really? I thought I thought a, an animal could outlast the heat more than I could, but it turns out this dog, I guess, they're wearing a jacket. A the whole time. Yeah, sure. So uh, there you go with that. Also, did you see this, Daniel? You had a cousin growing up that um, was disabled, and I guess I imagine it was tough. He was in a wheelchair for him not to get to play with the other kids and the cousins that you had. You know, if you're throwing the football in the yard, it must have been kind of hard for him, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a new park in Tulsa. And they've built this playground where every kid can play at the same time, whether you're in a wheelchair or not. Uh, it's built for everybody. This is from News on 6 as well. We have play equipment that wheelchairs can roll right to and actually play with their friends. Six-year-old Ryder sat back and relaxed on the basket swing. The wide netting makes it easy for kids in wheelchairs to hop right on. Super fast. That's how fast Ryder wanted to spin on the merry-go-round. Another crowd pleaser for all ages. Everything about this playground is made for all. From the equipment to the activities like this xylophone where you can show off your skills so that's pretty cool because i guess you know you don't think about it maybe a whole lot but you go to a playground with your kid and there's a lot of things that somebody disabled wouldn't be able to participate in but this one is designed for everybody that's located at the center for individuals with physical challenges here in town hmm. uh did you see uh, this there's a new trend in weddings now they're calling them micro weddings when you i uh, got married how um how many people did you guys have About 50 50 yeah well, that's all. That's considered like a micro wedding. Yeah, I liked. I liked it a lot. Uh, here you go. Here's the lady talking about the new trend here. More popular than traditional weddings soon. So this trend has been around forever, but it really took off during the pandemic when people were trying to limit the number of people at social events. People debate exactly how many people constitute a micro wedding, but it's usually less than 50 guests. And micro weddings can have the same features as a larger wedding, but everything would be scaled down to appropriately fit the number of guests you're having. To support my point, I want to show you the average number of wedding guests over the past few years. In 2014, the average wedding size was 136. In 2019, that drops down to 131. In 2022, the average wedding guest size is 117 trend is showing that the wedding guest list is getting smaller each year good. so i think that's uh probably pretty good you don't need 500 people at your wedding i don't think don't you uh when you go to a big wedding i don't know if i'm a bad person for thinking this but it seems disingenuous like it's not as much about the couple getting married as it is putting on a show to show everybody you're rich or something i don't know what it is but i feel like when i go to a big wedding i'm and by the way, I'm batting like a thousand on this. Everybody that I've had a big wedding that I went to, they're not doing that well. They're divorced. The small weddings seem to work better. I don't know what it is. But. Well, you told me when you're planning your wedding, you said it's a lot of politics involved, and I didn't, uh, I didn't, hadn't considered that before. Well, you think if you have a wedding, you just invite the people you want to. But like, I called my mom one day and said, "Okay, so here's who we're inviting from this side of the family. You got to invite your uncle Gene." I go, "Who the hell is Uncle Gene?" Oh, you know, Uncle Gene, he never sent me a gift for my graduation. He never came by. I, you know, what do I send this guy an invitation for? Why are you for? keeping score against Uncle Gene? 
uh, Uncle, Uncle, this is so crazy. I sent Uncle Gene an invitation, and he calls me and says, I don't know who you are. And I go, good, because I don't know who you are. He still sent me a gift, though, so that was cool. That's what you're angling for. Pretty much. Um, did you see this? There's a TikToker that's claiming she struggles from, quote, time blindness, which is basically someone who is consistently late and has trouble being places on time. Here she is talking about her new disorder. So I'm flying to go somewhere, and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job. And yeah, I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time. Yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. What, do you th- what are your thoughts on that? An airline is not going to accommodate somebody who has what she calls time blindness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a 10 a.m. flight and you get there at 10.05, you can't say time blindness, time blindness, and they're going to open the gate and get the pilot to bring the plane back. I don't believe that's a thing. If you're, like, if you have to get to work at 8 a.m. and you have trouble getting to work at 8 a.m., pretend like you have to get there at 7.40 and then that way, if you're late, you're still on time, you know? Do you believe in that stuff? No, of course not. I think it's some nonsense young people have invented. But I don't want to, you know, I'm a middle-aged man now. I don't want to get on here and complain about young know, people. you got to be careful now. Well, you know, you just don't want to fall into that trap of complaining about everything. I have had to catch myself recently because all I do now is complain about how much things cost. Nobody wants to hear that over and over and over again. You know, my favorite, my hobby now is to complain about how much something costs. For example, I went to, uh, like, Chick-fil-A the other day, and the number one is $10 now. Well, they look at you doing what you're not supposed to do. I know. That's what I'm saying. Right. And that was just a small portion of, of my life. But imagine if I really let loose, and that's all I did every single day was complain about this. I, so I'm I don't want to, like, you know, criticize young people and all that. Time blindness, of course, that's nonsense. You can't go, you know, any job at all is not going to accept time blindness. Right. But I wish they would. That would have been a good thing to have when I was a young person. <laughs> You've had time blindness for quite some time, dude. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Tomorrow, we're back with the bullfight at 740. The chicks are in town this weekend, and you could be there, too. Here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country with Ty. Good morning to you, Daniel. I've got a clip here, Ty. It's Miranda Lambert uh, in her concert and she stops down for a second or starts the song over and I think you might be surprised why she does. Here's a clip. What do you think about that? She stops the whole show to, uh, I guess, scold some people for taking selfies. During her song. Yeah. Because she's performing. Yeah, I don't agree with Miranda on that one. Because you paid your money to get in. If you want to take some selfies with your buddies, uh, that's that's your business. Mm-hmm. And she should accept that she's made a lot of money off these people. 
And if they pay 50 bucks and just want to spend it in the bathroom stall, that's their business. <laughs> it's however the ha- ego on her to, to like, oh, they're not listening to me sing. And I like Miranda, and I understand that it's probably frustrating for her to be on stage and have people not paying attention. However, you know, they paid their money to get in. You're getting your cut of that. I will say, though, that I think it's stupid when people go to concerts, and now all I see, no matter who's on stage, people just got their cell phones out, and what they're essentially doing is watching the concert on television because, in a sense, they're just looking at their screen, right? Mm -hmm. And, by the way, I don't know why they're doing that because now you've got Miranda Lambert singing, and then what do you do? you got to post that on Facebook. And i got to tell you, and I'm not being mean, nobody wants to hear that loud garbage on Facebook. The acoustics aren't good on Facebook. It's scratchy. It's uh, over-modulated. Nobody, like, oh, ain't nobody in the world sitting there watching your Miranda Lambert videos. I'm just going to tell you, right? Am I wrong? No, you're right. So it's okay to take a selfie. I mean, I don't know when Miranda Lambert expected them to take a selfie. You know, they were doing it during the Miranda Lambert show, and that, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. However, watching the whole concert through your phone is stupid. All right, sorry. I don't know why I got hey, you off. Just went, you went like an old, like old codger. Just like, oh, okay, it's in my day. We didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> back in my day, you would yeah. take a picture, and you'd put your camera down and wait two weeks to see what it you looked like. You sound like one of those old guys like, oh, I saw Elvis, and I didn't take a selfie. <laughs> no, I get it. But, I, yeah, I thought it was a little arrogant for her to, like, shut down the whole show. Like, and, hey. And I like Miranda. They're, they're, not, uh, they're not paying attention to me singing. She knows it's promotion for her if they take a selfie there and tag her in it and all that. That's good for her. It would be like if, uh, you know, a football player looks up in the stands and somebody's talking to the hot dog guys like, hey, I'm playing playing football. (laughs) That would be funny. Don't order a hot dog right now. I'm trying to. It's a a little bit ridiculous. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Who knows? Tag and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Daniel, you know what is crazy to me also is that. Snow's Furniture, they got the lowest prices in town. Not only do they have that, they give it to you at 0% interest when you check out. That's crazy. Crazy for them to do that, but good for us because whenever I buy furniture, I don't want to pay any I don't want to pay a cent more, you know, than I have to. Am I right? They offer the lowest prices in town guaranteed. Yeah, the other thing, and I hear this on other uh, furniture places, they say, "We promise, we promise we'll get you your furniture within 3 months." I'm like, "What is that?" At Snow's, you can pick it up today. So the recliner you sit in, the couch you sit on, the dining room table you look at, that's the one you can take home today. They can even deliver it in their big old truck. And like I said, not only is it guaranteed lowest prices at Snow's Furniture with Barry and the boys down there, but uh, 0% interest. So you got 12 months to give the money back with uh, no finance charge. Snow's Furniture online, in town, and on Facebook. Daniel, you know better than I know about this, but uh, Tulsa is like the only city that I know of. I'm, I'm sure there's others, but where you like back into the parking space, you, you know, like what I'm talking about on Cherry Street. That's an example where you yes. live. Yeah. And you live over there. Do you see people having trouble with that all the time? Yeah. It's the problem is there's no reverse blinker like there. You, you stop and put on the blinker that to turn into the spot. There's no way to indicate that, hey, uh, I got to back into this thing. You know, what we're talking about you don't pull into the spots. You go past it and then back into it. But when you go past it, the people behind you in traffic, they've already caught up to you. And so it's kind of hard. I mean, it is easy pulling out. But then I started I had just Googled this cities that have this. They're all undoing them. It's too hard. Uh that restaurant, uh, the ramen restaurant, I think it's called Genia or something like that. I don't even go there because you got to back in. I ain't doing that. I just won't go. 
Parking's a big deal to me. If I can't do it, I don't go there. Yeah, Daniel, in our career, he's often, like, we've worked at places with parking decks and stuff, and Daniel has called me, and I go, I wonder what he's calling me for. He's at work. Hey, can you help me park? Hey, can you help me back out? You said if you go on a date with a lady and you're going to a restaurant where there's parallel parking, you will get out of the car and have her drive. And parallel park. Yeah, and parallel park for Not you. No problem. Terrible driver. So this backwards parking down on Cherry Street Knock must really off. blow you Why do they do that? I, I don't know. There must have been a reason because it is easier to pull out. But the parking backwards is the tough part, right? And I, it's all over downtown right now. So. i just never seen a place... Um, with that kind of parking. This is the first city I've lived in that they require well, they you in may, certain areas to back into the spots. They may undo it because all these other cities right now are undoing it. So maybe Tulsa is going to catch up. I'll park on. a mile away before I'll back into a spot, <laughs> buddy.